Friday everyone and we're here to review round eight. There's uh, plenty of, or well, one really good score, some really, really shit scores, some very close games, one very dejected coach who will be on the podcast a little bit later on. And we're about to enter in something even more abnormal than what we've been doing this year with 30 games of football in 22 days starting on Wednesday. So the time you get to this, it'll probably be that day and the mayhem will begin and it will be mayhem because we won't fucking know who's playing because there's seven coaches in this league who when the original vote was counted decided that I don't need to know who's playing to pick a team that'd be fucking intelligent all right now I've worked it all out folks I've worked it out wipers doesn't want anyone to have a bench during this period because the dump can't doesn't already have a bench all right you look at his team not only does he not have a bench, half his team's not playing. So he wants everyone dragged down to his level. So let's just run through a few things here, all right? With uh, Corona Ball and teams being named. All, right, all the coaches saying, oh, it's the same for everyone. It's not the same for everyone because there's different teams that are playing different games. Some are almost normal within uh, six-day breaks and blah, blah, blah. Other teams are playing four times in 14 days. All right? And if you've got players in those teams, you're going to be affected more. It could be me. It could be you. All right? No one knows who's going to ha- what's going to happen. All right? Even Legless with his eight-man bench that's all playing. All right? He probably picked a bad time. He's got three or four guys who are under injury clouds. Does he bench them? Does he get some playing backup? Who knows? Because he doesn't know. Nobody knows. That's why you have a fucking rolling lockout. Classic's gone to rolling lockout. Why? Because you don't know the teams. It's hard to pick a squad if you don't know who's there. It's not that fucking hard, people. So anyway, um, what else have we got? Nah, that's what I got. I, I can't get it. It's just fucking ridiculous that we're playing a game to pick a squad and you don't know anyone in your squad is going to play or not. For the record, we av- we average around about as a as a as a um as a uh, what do you call us? A league? As a league. We average twenty waiver wire pickups per round. And that's when we know what's going on. When we don't know what's going on, what do you think we should be doing? We'll probably need to pick up more players because there's going to be more resting, more injuries, less recovery time, and we're not going to know who to play. So in a time where there's more change, more uncertainty, we're doing less. So that sounds pretty fucking intelligent to me. So to the seven of you who fucked it up, hopefully the seven of you all missed the finals and the five sensible people all do, and you miss out because you fucked up your benches. It's insane, it's madness, and it's fucking wrong. Anyway, I'm AJ Hawker, and that's my say. Now we'll get on to the review of round eight. Right, well that's about the worst review ever. It's going to cop a fair bit now on that review. That was a shocker. Alrighty, and we'll just start this round review by saying fuck fantasy football. We have two coaches here who just think fuck it all. Here with me after snatching victory from the jaws of defeat and it's straight back again. I have the coach of Stars and Stars is in the building. How are you, mate? Not happy. Not happy. Not happy? No. Um... Tabby Cat doesn't get near it for three and a half quarters and then what does he do? Ducks his head for a free kick. Fucking soft. And Grind Myers, a little handball at the end, and a missed miss tackle, apparently. I, I was watching it. I didn't see the tackle. 
So it's just unbelievable, unbelievable. Yep. So, um, yeah, I can't imagine what sort of uh, antics were going on in, in your abode in the last quarter, especially in the last two or three minutes. I had to sit through that whole game too as well. That, that, that's the worst part. Could be, could be worse. You could have sat. You could have gone around and sat in it like uh, Vipers did. <laughs> At least your team won against Freo. That's always fun to watch. That is fun to watch. That's true. Winning is better than losing. Yep. So we'll get going here and um, start with the first game, which was Legless versus me. Yeah. yeah. The Legless train keeps on rolling, so to speak. Just keeps on rolling, rolling, rolling. So he's back line. 375 I hate him. No one does. Uh, Jack McRae, 102. Lockie Whitfield, fucking Seagold, he's weighted 99. Fucking, is anyone do junk better than Lockie Whitfield? Nope. Someone just met up on him. Can't be that hard. Yeah, yeah he must stink or something because no one goes near him. You can run with him for 16 minutes. I don't know. Unbelievable. So, yeah, so um, midfield's where it's at. Uh, Crouch, 82, much better than his brother. I don't know if he got injured or not, but um, we'll get to that. Adams was down for a bit for a 70. Jackie Bowes back in the midfield after getting a cheap defender status, uh, 65. Berry, actually, he got a heap of shit late too. Wasn't a big fan of that. Um, so the midfield was, yeah, where it was at. There's a... Uh, Essentially, three hundreds and the eighty there, so that's um, puts my midfield to shame. And Riley O'Brien, the rock has been very good, seventy three. You'd take that every day of the week. And then Liver scrounged around for his seventy one. Pap smear. You think of the uh, the Pap Lee two goals in one second. Ah, uh, fucking! Don't talk to me about that shit. He milks a free kick better than any ten men. Talk about other players. Fucking Papley. I should learn something. Phillips, 47. Dawson, 49. Robottom, 57. So, yeah, like you said, the couple of good scores in the defence, but um, the forward line's a bit bit shabby, but that midfield just keeps powering on. Pretty handy when you've got the likes of McRae, Crouch, Whitfield, and then, you know, the, the ones on McGrath, which he drafted, somehow become good all of a sudden. All of a sudden, Yep. So, yeah, so moving across the my team. Yeah, right. What happened here? So, if you could start off, Zach Tui, inspired hey, draft pick-up. Four, he's lost four points. That's uh, it's probably given give to Myers. That's what uh, lost me in the game. Bastards. Uh, Brody Smith has actually been, been okay. He's been team. Good. Yep, so Brody Smith's been pretty good since uh, early on. Zach Tui loved the, loved the wet. He's he said that a lot of his early... A lot of his early points were kick marks, which you wouldn't really expect. But um, more up the ground as well. Yeah, I think he's almost forward as well today. When yeah. I looked, started centre half forward. With, um, a few defenders coming back: Henderson and uh, Stewart back in for Geelong with Cole Jasney fit. 
hard to fit in all, all of them back there. Yeah. Um, Lera, you've looped in abroad. Lord, that well known. That's disgustingly dirty. You should feel, wash your hands on that one. Yep. And, but he got 58, which is more than some. Aiden Core, back to usual. Back to normal, 42, yeah, unfortunately. Pat, ben, he's been really good. Is a, is a nice little waiver wire pickup there, probably creeping under the radar, but one of the better ones for the season. Yep, and he hasn't just been a flash in the pan like some of the waiver picks. He's actually been, he's kept on going as well, so that's been good. Bridging almost 60 for a waiver wire defender. Wish I had one of those. Yep. Um, so now we move into the midfield where the shit just starts falling apart. And when you have a look at it, my highest scorer was my bench player, who scored 81. Yeah, which luckily he did play because oh, Pendles was the uh, late out. Yep. Counted. So, yes. So, yeah, that midfield just needs a, I don't know, it needs a rocket. It, needs, it just needs Brayshaw. And, well, Ross is now injured, so he'll probably be out for fucking the next four rounds. Was it heard but that? I was that beforehand, will I? <laughs> oh, you, you might. You never know. Just, just be agile. Just be agile. Does it hurt that? Um, make any okay, you've, you've had your rant. Oh, I haven't even started. The anyway. Angus Brayshaw Taylor Adams trade is it regrets there? Oh, just a few. Okay. I'd play the song, but if I knew how to overlay the music to the things, regrets. I have a few. Anyway, Ramsey and Maine for 40, that's that's not really what you want. No, just shit. Probably so, still averaged over the 40, though, which is what you... That's the limit, really. Yeah, well, I mean, Maine's been pretty good. And Harms has just been... I don't know. He's just been very average. I think Collingwood didn't touch the ball for three quarters there. Well, yeah, that didn't help. I mean, if you have a look, Adams only got to 70, and that was late, and Trelaw was even less than that, I think. So, um, yeah, if you can't, yeah, no one touches the ball, it makes it hard to score. And Peter Adams, you should never you should never have had him. How's he in your side? Is beyond belief. Who's that? The Ruckman and Adams. Adams? Yeah, great little pickup, handy little 61. So that's all good. And... Um, yeah, I've, well, to this day, I don't really know why why he did that, because I don't no, know. No one knows, but it was funny. <laughs> we all had a laugh. I, I know he had a plan that Bell Chambers was this, and he was going to have it. I, don't, I, I just didn't see it myself, and I was quite surprised he said yes. But anyway, once again, this is a public service announcement to say thanks to, um, to Disposables for disposing of some heroes. Just in time for the Lyset injury too. Yes. The, uh, the problem is he's playing. He's playing so well. Might uh, they might both play? They might, which could uh, be bad. Marshall, Marshall from the port is out for a few weeks or potentially the season. So well, there. You know, in these trying times when you don't know who's playing, the number well, of green dots you have on your bench could be very helpful. I assure you, they're not playing the Hoff. So. Yes. Take it so, from me. Getting into the one good part of my team is the forward line. Big Hughes uh, continued on his merry way for 96. Parfit muddled his way up to a 67. Toby Green, five goals, legend, 102. Um, Gibbo, my other waiver wire pickup, 
gone a bit cold. And Lipinski remembered how to play footy on the weekend for 73. So, you know, points for effort there, Hawker, but didn't quite get the job done. Well, I said very happy with the defence, very happy with the forwards, happy with the backup ruck. I just needed midfield. Mm. So, anyway, the legless train just keeps rolling off. What you're saying is there's trade offers available if someone... Well, yeah, I'm not going to trade away one spud for another spud, though. So, you know, we'll, might just ride this storm out and see what happens. All right, congrats. Forever. Win. whoop de do. Good for you. So, anyway, next game. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Now, I sent a message to Young Pony at about uh, five to uh, five minutes into the second quarter and said, are you right to potty? He said, no, far too angry with, uh, what's his name? Tucker. Well, that's um, funny that. At the same time, he messaged me going, Stars, can you, can you do me a favour? Can you do the plug for me? I'm in no mood. Ah, oh, talk about sad sacks of shit. you got to get on the potty and have a rant. That's yeah. what you do. You get it out of your chest have and a, move on. Have a cry. It's a healing process, you know? Exactly right. you got to let it all out. can't just let it fester. No. And he looks a bit like Uncle Fester with the bald head and all. So, anyway, on that not sequitur, let's get on. Have a look. how did this backline fucking win a game? Thirty-eight and a forty-six in there. I'm not one to judge. <laughs> Speaking of bald-headed Uncle Festers, Nathan Jones, fifty-eight. Take that. Yeah, handy thing. He sure decided to football this week and got to seventy. Um, who's David McKay? No idea. Um, no. He got 38, so that's probably why we have it. Liam, and Liam Baker, who's he? Uh, I thought he got traded to St Kilda. Did he? I don't know. I don't know who he is. Leon Baker? Um, yep. And yeah, Dan okay. Houston. And yeah. Houston has a bit of a problem. He's not quite hitting the, the heights that we'd all like, that have him in classic. i got to keep the faith. And then when we move into his midfield, Trelaw, what we talked about, the Collingwood people just didn't get near the ball. I think Trelaw's got under 100 since he's got back, and then he pumps out a sub-70 score. That Connor Rosie, 36, the best draftee from last year, apparently. Apparently. His uh, average is plummeting greatly, very quickly. Interesting concept. Uh, I hope, hopefully the faith is kept there with Rosie because he's a, he's a young talent. Oh, I think maybe the flames burnt out there. Who knows? Might have been one-hit wonder. Yep. Ollie Wines, speaking of one-hit wonders, solid 67, nothing spectacular, but nothing too bad. And probably my one big regret in Classic, trading out this man, Andrew Brayshaw, 102. I didn't trade him out. You You don't trade Andrew Brayshaw, surely. So, yes, wishing I didn't now. Uh, Jai Simkin had a bit of the ankle injury uh, the round before, so it was a bit unknown to play. 44s. And he was tagged as well. They okay. tagged that was injured. Yeah. Who else would you tag from North? Let's face it. Oh, that's a fair point. Uh, Caldwell, he could be good, but he's just not getting there, is he? Um, yeah, I feel the pain with Caldwell. I'm on the Hatley train, so it's just behind all the GWS midfielders. There's no chance of him getting constant games. And Jed Anderson oh, plucked one of his two good games out for the year this week. Yeah, nice. So very handy. And um, 
It was dual ruck on the weekend, and Not matter. they both scored points. Yeah, nice 95 there from the new ruck pig. Future ruck pig, they say. Future ruck pig, 95, and then uh, Petty Ryder, 73. How the hell has that happened? Who are they playing? Uh, did they play Port, was it? Yeah, against his old yeah. team, Port. That's right. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, so that's all good. Um, Shy Bolton, 61. Cunningham, a 55. Yep. And then waiver wire picker up extraordinaire, Matt Kennedy, 91. So in a very close fought game, a 91 out of a waiver wire pickup is uh, not bad. West could uh, win you the game. Could win you the game. But just, to, uh, just having a quick squeeze across to the Ponies team now. We have oh, a look in the forward line. He's got William Snelling on 92. Now, I have a wager that at the start of the season, there's not one coach in the league who even heard of William Snelling before. Nope. Nope, never heard of him. So, interesting little pick up there. That cut, sort of covers off the 91. But Jack Stephen of the Do Not Play, and he picked up a set of field 78. Oh, no, that's... Uh, that's oh, he's made a change already, so I've got Darcy Tucker on the bench. Um, so, I've got him playing on the field for a zero. Let's go pin, back into his defence. Laird, 69, giggles. Uh, yep. Chris, Crispy, actually... Started slow, but came home like a train. Yeah, Maynard of 48. Has a better quite... No how, no Maynard, I reckon. Yeah, Daniel Rich, which at 19 must have been injured. He was injured and will be out for a little bit now. Interesting. That might open up a, a, a place in their back line for Brisbane. Hopefully for Withow. And Hayden Young, the loop. Um, who did he loop in? McMillan for 55. 55. desperate times. So Pony, despite his uh, disgust at not being, able, and not being able to get on the potty, he's obviously jumped straight onto his team because I can see it's all moved already. So he's not let his disgust stop any grass grow under his feet. He's just gone bang and started changing people Speaking up of like disgusting. the centre. There are three loops in this game. That's, He's that's gone loopy. He's gone. Don't like that at all. Still can't get the win. All right, Josh Kelly midfield. Juicy. One one nine. Can't complain about that. Probably his first good game for a while. Well, he's averaging eighty five. That's a bit more than I thought. He's yeah, he's good. Very, he's very, very good. good to watch. Hopper, not as good. Got his average there with the sixty three. Shuey with the Eagles cheating home ground advantage. They should be playing home and away. I can't understand why they're playing all their home games. Oh, Unbelievable. That hub situation that we did. Uh, don't what? talk about the past all the time, Stars. Play on. Play on. It's, it's about the future. Exactly. Just, just, just go with it. Just go with the fixture. It's fine. Zorks is over his calf strain and got an 88. Paying the Perryman for 54, which is not flash. Liam Shields come out of the uh, woodwork for 106. And the better Port draftee last year, Dersma? Yeah, Dersma, 60, 62. Yeah. Nice little steak knives for that deal, that was. Yeah, so pretty handy steak knives there. Um, uh, Goldie, the better Ruckman, any better than hand? I'll take that. Yep, I think that's a... I mean, yeah, it's, it's quite a cool, but I'll take Goldie, right? Um, apparently, I came out at sixty. Yeah, it's okay. Gunson yep. fifty-one. Yeah, and then Darcy Tucker, the big fat zero. 
and yeah. he'll probably miss, well, was it three weeks? That's probably four games at least. I for... don't know. We'll never know if he's well, playing or not. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> he might play. And Jaden yeah. Stevenson, well, a bit below the odds there on the 54. Yep. So, um, yeah, but it's very close running counter and probably a Jed Anderson 94 is probably the difference. And, gee, Harry Cunningham on the bench there, 84 could have really helped. Liam Shields, 106 as in the midfield. That could have... Yeah, a few, um, a few little missed opportunities there for Pony. It would be spewing. So, could, could have won, but didn't. That loss brings him... You know, two losses in a row now. It's not really what you want. He was the former number one or top of the ladder and uh, the top four. So things have really opened up. Now, what was in an unexpectedly close game, DT87 just snuck over and took to, I think, the last quarter of the last game to just sneak past Aussie Merker. Yeah, heartbreak for Merker. He needed the win. He did need the wind to lift the big fella's spirits, um, but just missed out there. Um, what did he get there? Uh, so, GT87 with 11.59 and Merker with a 11.27. So, massive yep. finish, but 32 points in it. Yeah, probably didn't help that. I think Guthrie was involved in that kick-to-kick bullshit at the end of the game there. Probably got him 18 points anyway there. Yeah, well, he's, he looked pretty good, actually, out there in the wet. He's been good the last two games over here in Perth. He must like it. It's a nice place. Um, there's no corona, so that's a good start. Uh, so, so we'll start at the top of the order there. Yeah, Lucky Weller, 64. Any regrets there? Uh, not really. But, I mean, you can say that now. But, I mean, he, at the start of the time, at, I, I kept I kept Greenwood over Weller. That's been yeah, inspired pick. Than Weller, so can't keep them all. Can't keep them all, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, one. I didn't see this coming this year, but could pick up Hibbard forty. We all had to go at Hibbard. Hardwick thirty four is finally yeah, showing his true colours. That's it. And Govan the late out, I believe. Pittard, the well, game loser. The fifty three. So pretty lacklustre, you'd say lacklustre um, yeah, backline there. But I don't think many backlines do have much at the moment. No, not with all the injuries going on. And yes, but Mitchie Duncan, probably uh, part of the three players that um, saved him this evening, 102 for him tonight. Very nice. He looked good, I yep. think. First game back. So, First game back. He did well. Luke Parker keeps on keeping on with 99. So he's my unique and classic, so go me. Uh, bald-headed Zach Jones. Is there a rule that if your name's Jones, you've got to be bald? I think it runs in the family. Yeah. 59 for him, 59 for Langdon, bit, bit below par. Here's me saying with my weird feel, but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> Guthrie, again, he was just a bit of a star, 103. And then probably two guys you don't want on your field, um, Amon and Naish. No, I think Naish was a waiver wire pickup with all the injuries to Cover. Richmond. So who's he, but who's he got? Oh, because who's he normally put in there? Cutler. And oh, he hasn't, hasn't played for a while. Who has he played? Put in there. Uh, Josh Candy's out for a little bit. 
Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know how he's worked that. Big Vaughan was on fire for 103. It's probably not Harvey not rucking against anyone. Probably a bit down, actually, considering he was rucking against no one. Would have been classic Uh, and it's cost. Sorry? Would have been classic to bring him in this week and it's cost me dearly. Mm, Okay. Well, would I? He's at $950 million. What's he up to now? You'd be close to... Nine hundred and fifty-four thousand. Get two million. He could hit a million. Million-dollar man. Chad Wingard, a seventy-two. Dan Butler remembered had a football for seventy-six. Yuli didn't like the wet. Fifty-six. I'll still take that from a Ford. Yeah, he probably would. Uh, Lodi rank um, looping in Rankins fifty-two. Not a. It's nice to score for a um, rookie forward that's not supposed to be very fancy relevant. I'll take that. And what a Kent. What'd you call me? Yeah. Maybe such a Kent. A Kent scorer, right? A level 28. Yeah. Scored like a Kent. So, yeah, that's pretty pretty ordinary. So it's amazing that he actually managed to get a win. So if we can jump over to Merkin's yeah. team. Those, those three big hundreds helped. Oh, very, yeah. They're huge, huge scores. Yep. So, yeah, so there's... Bit of a difference when you, your own ruck pig that you trade for only gets 62. If he gets his normal, or even if he just gets his average, he Merkel's probably the winner. Yeah, definitely. So, a bit of bad luck there for the young fella. But so, uh, you'd have to be happy with his other only... I've lost you. Hello. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yep. 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 I can hear you. Yep. Okay. Keep going. Yep. Um, so yeah. So yeah. So shabby. Lukosius fifty six and Jonas forty five. Yeah. Not real flash. And yeah. Florence sixty six and Robinson sixty seven. They're well, they're better than the equivalent on the other side. So that's probably not too shabby. But even though Key's got a 77, you put that next to Guthrie 103, and it's a bit disappointing. Wouldn't mind more for Florence. And then speaking of disappointing, uh, Redden 45, and Dylan Stevens, the young rookie, 24. Yeah, yuck. So not real flash at all. Yeah, there's some issues. Uh, yeah, probably the one that hurt the most is the old ruck pig with only 62. Yep. And then... It's a pretty Merkur-esque uh, forward line, apart from the, the the real big O, Oscar Allen. What a gun. 89. Now, you'll probably pick up a DPP. And because he's getting in there a little bit. And, um, yeah, but Curtis Taylor, he only get 29. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Is that on my field? It is on my field, too, in classic. Yes. Um... And Jack Darling, now, is there ever a man who could ever drop an easier mark on the bigger stage? He's a, he's a boy on you, Jackie. We love him. Uh, forget it. Yeah, I mean, twenty. I still remember 2015, third quarter, Eagles coming back, 45 out, almost directly in front, sitting by himself, all alone, and straight through the fingers. So you can do that. Yeah, uh, that's why I dropped him last 
year in fantasy because I was sick of those scores and just justifying my decision. That's it. So unfortunately for Mercury, couldn't hang on. It's just the midfield grunt of DT87 getting him over the line. Yep. Well done, DT87. So now it's time for the probably the most in-depth analysis of the weekend. And uh, crap. Team Awesome, one two one five. He was sitting on one two oh eight with about two minutes to go in the game mm. of the last game. Stars twelve ten. Yeah, I thought I had it in the bag. Just blow the siren, get it out of bounds. Been a goal up, you know. Probably missed a few tackles on the on the stat sheet, which cost me. Disappointing, disappointing way to end. Like, well, I said you probably weren't really in it at all, and no. then oh no, no, I shouldn't have been close. And then just to have it snatched out of your hands at the very well, probably after the last second. Yeah, just just to give me that hope, and then crush me with it. That's just fantastic. Fantasy is a great game, isn't it? Fuck fantasy. Why are we doing this? I don't know. I okay. really don't know. So, we'll go through quickly here and have a look at um, Team Awesome's defence. Doherty, he's fallen off the perch a little bit in the last three or four rounds. Team has um, worked out that you just put a player on him. Defensive yeah, tag. You have someone stand near him, you can't mark it as easily. Yeah, which kind of cuts out their, their backline drive. So it does, and um, sick dog is a sick dog, not a sick dog anymore. Although there was a bit of a forward line action in, in the last few minutes, so does that mean sick dog up forward? Well, you know what they should have done? Instead of putting him forward, they should have fucking put him on the wing so they could actually kick the ball to, to a forward. Yeah. That would seem to be a fair, fair chunk of our problem for most of the day. But I am not a four-time premiership coach at Hawthorne, so I'll just sit here and shut up. Well, I mean, would, if you were coaching, would you play McAvoy in, in defence and Frost in the same defensive line? So, yes, it's, um, it's an odd one. It's an odd one. Um, and, early, yeah, 53. And Simpson, Simpson's, yeah, probably, probably running out of legs pretty quick now, one would imagine. The end, the end is here for the most yep. losing player in AFL history. That's not really a title you want to go out with, is it? And uh, yeah, Grant Birchall has been not a bad pickup, very serviceable. Good pickup from the waiver, yep. Yeah, and then Lockie Neal just keeps on keeping on, racking up yeah. another ton. Not being another ton, Jack still supposed to be yeah. tagging, I think, but does the whole not actually tagging. Look at this tagger. Fuck these North Melbourne players: Demont ninety-one, Pollack one hundred and three, Higgins. 79. What the fuck? Who know, how did that happen? I don't well, know. I know someone at North's got to get the ball, but, I mean, how does that happen? And he's in a dirty cockatoo loop to bring in Bradley Hill for 59. That's just... That's 59 is more than his last three weeks. Awesome. <laughs> Have a good look at yourself, because that's just shocking. <laughs> I hope you sleep well at night. He's probably going to sleep pretty well tonight. <laughs> going to have nightmares of, of uh, loop. tackles. Well, you know, it's probably not wise to loop over the next four weeks because you never know if your emergency is going to play or not. Uh, you, you don't know, so you're going to be agile. Just go with the flow. Be agile if you can change your fucking team, you fucking A's. Just go with the majority. Democracy wins. Anyway, Devin Smith, who I have tooling around in my classic line, is a big crab and got 47. Duck. 
Myers, well, he got 34 until the last... Should be on for 34. Last two yeah. minutes of the game, and is up to 42. Probably the most important eight points he'll get for a while. Yeah. Gresham, 38. Tabby Cat, didn't like the wet at all. Just like no. a real cat, didn't like the water. Uh, just that one ducking free kick four. Yep, that was enough. Zara Rockets with a 62. Not, not too bad for a wave wife for someone else's sloppy seconds. Yep. And it turned out to be just enough. Yep, just so, enough. So who are you happy with your team and who are you pointing the finger at? Um, we go for the defence. I love my Nick Haynes, the plus six actions in the back line, waiting for someone to, again, do the Doherty man up on him. That, that yep. could hurt. Uh, Callum Mills, my boy. Back in the midfield a little bit, finally. So 91 to go along with his monster score a few weeks ago. Robbie Tarrant is a 66. You know what? That's better than how it normally does, so I'll take that. Uh, SBS finally bounced back, and big boy McAvoy with a 57. That's bounced to... back too after a 6, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's, that's solo ruck or solo-ish. Um, I have issues there. In the midfields, kind of, I mean, they're all pretty good apart from the, we'll get to the end. So McCluggage, love that, love that boy. Uh, 76, sorry, 75. Cogs, 103. Taranto is a bit quiet with 67, but should build. Is that his first game or his second game? Second game back. Um, There's a lot of mouths to feed in the Gold Coast midfield. Sorry, GWS midfield, unfortunately. But he's looking good. Uh, Menegola almost won the game for me. Kicked that goal towards the end there. But just just one more tackle would have got me over the line or close to it. Uh, Kerno, 104. Why would you drop Kerno? Or why would you not keep Kerno? And why did he tag? Why did he tag Joe Simpkin? He doesn't tag. He's got two feet. He tag and get one hundred four. Well, still does it every week. Um, Sam Walsh showed why he was number one draft pick, and then Jack Graham, fucking, didn't touch the ball apart from tackles and frees against. So that's I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. Um, and let's leave it that. With that. And unfortunately, yeah, there's not much else around to grab to replace that shit either. Uh, well, no, if you look at my bench, there is nothing. Yep. And not named. And I don't, I don't know if they're going to be named. Who knows? Neither do I. That's the fucking point. And let's see. We'll move on to next year. And let's move on to the next game. Uh, you want to talk about... Oh, Timmy. Yeah, nah, nah. Timmy? Nah, talk poor Timmy. Didn't like the rain. Didn't like um, the rain, like the big ruckman, didn't like anything. The uh, Merkeresque forward line. No wonder you wanted to skip over the forward line. This is very Merkeresque. This is absolute trash. Um, Jack Martin, only shining light, was 73. Jake Waterman, uh, I don't know. Apparently, Eagles played well, but Shaky Boy didn't do anything. Kane Farrell, I don't know what he looks like, but I picked him up Still because he scored well. Uh, Hoff's played his last game for Port. Oh, there he is. Okay, yep, that's him. Didn't he Hoff, get injured as well? I don't know. Hoff won't play again. And Cripps, I've been holding him for too long. But that photo be read of Cripps too. He looks like a child molester. Yeah, a bit of a sicko, eh? A bit of a rough head. So, yeah, that's a very Merkur-esque forward line, and that's probably between that and Graham, there's probably what you're going to shake the stick at. If you don't, if if you have that forward line, you don't really deserve to win, do you? No, and still scored twelve hundred, so that's not too shabby. Yeah, I would take that. I was, if I can score over a thousand at the moment, like some coaches. Well, 
Let's just move on to the next game then, because oh, here speaking we go. of scoring thousand, he appears to be one coach who just struggled to get over nine hundred. I have to do the sums on this one, but this could be the biggest thrashing in Portugal history. Um, yes, unfortunately, I haven't had time to do the stats myself yet on that, but um, that's a five hundred point belting. Then times that by the one point two five, and it's yeah, that's a it. massive. That's a six hundred point thrashing. In normal terms, I mean, well, how bad of a coach do you have to be going when you're only 18 players there and you still lose by over 600 points? Well, I think the trick here is, um, Hawkeyes are going to have players to play. So players if, playing, that's interesting. They don't, if they don't play, they don't score points, is my understanding, and I think that's where Vipers has gone wrong here. All right, maybe someone should explain the rules to him. I don't think he'll listen. <laughs> Apparently he's got a long-term plan. Uh, okay, we'll see that in two years' time when well, they're all retired. Because when you've got no one playing on the field, it's a good idea to go and do waiver wire pickups for guys who aren't coming back to play for the rest of the year either. So, um, unless he's got the master plan that he's somehow going to make the finals and they're all going to be fit for finals for him, um, you actually got to make the finals first, don't you, to, to, to have that work for you? Yeah, cancel the order for the hats because it's not looking good. Should we just go straight into Vipers' team? Let's just rag him out. Yeah, I think we should because it's not only is it a Merkur-esque forward line, it's a, Mer- it's worse than a, it's a Merkur-esque scoring across the park. And have we gone through who's going to retire next year? I think I think like, uh, Itchy and Scratchy shows covered off a few times. but Well, there'll be a fair few. Let's just go through it. So Pierce Hanley, 46. Go that's on. what you expect for Hanley. Ridley's shining light. I'll tick that one off. Yeah, we'll take that one. He's he's done something right. Jake uh, Carlisle as a D three. Not many other options there, to be fair. Um, Trent McKenzie was an injured, playing him injured, so to yeah. loop. No, he's got no players playing on the bench to loop. So uh, there's no looping. They all says did not play. So apparently you don't need players on the bench. No wonder he wants bloody everyone to be. No wonder he voted A. Between well, he's got no fucking bench himself, so he wants everyone to be as fucked as him. Between him and Manic, not not working out how to loop players properly. Uh, it's, 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 it's a disgrace. Um, no wonder he's no wonder he wanted to know. Hey, I don't have time to look at my phone for five minutes in a day. I'm so busy, I can't actually look at my phone for two minutes to see a team. No wonder he wants everyone not to have be able to access the bench. He wants everyone to have no one on the fucking bench like him. Him and him and eight others. The resistance. Um, now, Reese Conker, I'll give that a tick. I I had Reese Conker as a midfielder, but obviously the hamstring injury, I couldn't keep him, and I had to drop him unfortunately. And picking him up nicely in defence for seventy four. This midfield is awesome. Hey, it's pretty scary looking. Yeah, shit, eh? Uh, Cripps is going to get tagged out of it too easily because just crowds. just on that, Cripps actually went backwards after half time. Did he really? He's on fifty-two at the half to, at the half and forty-nine uh, at he's full, full he's showing this. Yeah, he has quarters or halves where he just goes to sleep. I think one game he was on about six or something at half time and managed yeah. to jump his way up to sixty or something. Yeah, yeah. had a shocking start as well. Is he round one pick. Uh, yeah, he was. He's got to be the worst round one pick. Uh, nope, that was that was uh, Tom Mitchell. Hey, uh, Tom Mitchell, he's and, still way up. And Angus Brayshaw. Well, I didn't pick him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you traded for him. Um, Dangerfield, 58. Yeah, it's not worth what you want. I think you thought Dangerfield in, in the wet 
lay a few tackles, you soft cock. Yeah, well, busy running around with his ass hanging out, and fucking that sent vipers to the bloody toilets and for Love the whole of that. Uh, no, Anderson, the rising star, the best Gold Coast draftee from last year. Yeah, whatever. Fifty-four. Hey, he's old, playing. Old Come man Boak, fifty-three. Old man Murphy, sixty. Crabboy Clark managed to. Is that his best score? Like, for the team, 79. Team high, 79. Yep. And Wilhoff Elliott's playing in the midfield. That's not what you want. No. Um, and who would have thought that Sam Jacob and Mummy, being 703 years old each, might get injured and rested or play together to help each other out? What coach couldn't see that coming? I don't mind having the Sam Jacobs Mumfield hand- handcuff, but it doesn't quite have the handcuff bit worked out. And had the handcuff bit, and they tried handcuffing Geelong Ruckman. Well, that works really well, too. Ruckman. You need to handcuff half a fucking team for that. Yeah, not good. Tommy Hawkins was good in the um in the wet conditions, but he was playing against no defenders. So no defenders, and he kicked two goals off the ground in the goal square. And you had, I think he was playing on Luke Ryan, who did, did quite well, considering. Yeah. No one else back there. Georgia and... Stagner, 58. I'll take that from a forward. Zerha was injured. I don't mind Zerha as a player. Um, he does play a non... plays a game of, fan, of, of football that's inducing to injuries, the way he bangs and crashes in, so... And that's why he'd be in his team. Yep. Early retirement. Uh, Darcy Fort, stress fractures, I believe, will be out for a few weeks. And Brad Ebert, probably his last year as well. Uh, 59. Yeah. That is one sick and sorry. No wonder he wants everyone else to have no bench. So he's going to... What's he going to do? Hold McKenzie, hold Fort, hold Zerha. He's going to have run with about six donuts on the field and none off and none on the bench. Tully playing again this year? You reckon? I wouldn't have thought so. He playing it ever? Uh, well, he'd be done. He's done. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe a drop there for for Vipers. So you know. He's... So that. Rounds up uh, 923, which is the biggest belting I've ever seen. I mean, how, how can you only get a team to pick Knights? That's consecutive sub uh, four-figure scores, isn't it? Uh, yep. But he didn't make um, it. He didn't make the one K by having two players not playing. Which I mean, you'll hate to hate to not make that score without having all your team players playing. I mean, it's just. It's a hell of a... Well, that's why normal people have a bench and don't use their RFA to pick up more people who aren't playing and actually have a team. Hey, maybe there's a, there's a grand strategy that we haven't quite worked out yet. We'll no, see. He's, a, he's playing keepers. He's going to keep the eight people on the bench plus five on the field and have a super team next year. We'll see. But hang on. No, you can't keep, hang on. If they retire, can you keep them? No, you can't. No, oh, you could. Why not? Why wouldn't you? So anyway, great coaching there, Vipers. Fucking salty spark. there. Um, salty there, Hawker. Yeah. Ah, oh, fucking moron. Did he? Why did, pushing everyone to have a? How, did, got, how yeah. did he hurt you? Where did he touch you? No, it's just dumb. You can't. You? you can't have. You can't pick a team if you don't know who's playing. Have you lost the Vipers this year? No, I haven't played him. I hope I do. I hope I play him every week because it's guaranteed win. A little bit of a uh, bit of salt there. Ah, uh, chips. Do you have the spuds of Vipers team? Have a look at it. Eight on the bench, two not playing. 
Do they not know what the idea of the bench is? Uh, can we can we move on there, Princess? Nah, fuck him. That's shit. Anyway, who went on the other side? Slippery. We probably should give this man. Nah, last time I'm not gonna give him any credit. But uh, it's, it's fourteen to fifteen. We're gonna... more points than anyone else this round, and had one good round for a change. And have a look at these scores. Slip up to third place. Well, well done, buddy. Um, oh, Jake Lloyd, slut, Hartlett. Yeah, not no. so good. Uh, they're very up and down scoring in this defence, but you know when you're kicking off with 115, you probably don't care so much, do you? But have a look at this forward line, uh, this midfield. 92 to Petrarca, 119 to Lions, if you don't mind. Underrated. To Swallow, I reckon Bloody Pony. Uh, sorry, Slippery will be doing a bit of bloody swallowing if he ever saw him. Um, Jago Amira, 107. Seeds, Seedsman, 104. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. Give me a rest. Uh, Yo, the puncher. Oh, who's not to have my you know, best midfielder scoring that. And Darcy Parrish with a 73. Yeah, very nice. That's that's just money. So, yeah, Wits had the buy in the ruck, so he got a respectable 81. Um, yeah, Michael Walters with a he was faking for the free kicks left, right, and centre tonight. But yeah, uh, but see, he went off late. Went off late. Was it cramp? Yeah. Was he resting? Is yeah. he injured? We will never we won't know. Fucking no. We'll all get over it, won't we? Well, probably not. When he lose when next week when Slippery loses by five points because he doesn't have an E on the right person, he probably won't. Anyway, Langford, 75. Bailey Smith keeps on getting it done with that mullet, 81. And what's he... Has uh, uh, he, he looped Bruce? No, he's, he would have looped the Zach Bailey. Zach Bailey. 85, if you 85. don't mind. Off the waiver, why, too? Off the waiver, just gone bang. Yeah, very nice. Oh, that's a... Fritch went on the Fritch. Yeah, well, who cares? So, yeah, but that's a massive, massive Absolute. score. Banging score, well done. Considering most people are struggling to get to twelve hundred, and some are struggling to get to a thousand, fourteen fifteen gets him the ten dollars this week. Yeah, very nice, cash in hand. So, are we ready to move on? Are you happy to move on now? You've had your little. Oh, okay, that's it. So, yeah. speaking of really shit, there's another coach here who didn't get to four figures. With all playing players too. Well, that's pretty embarrassing, isn't it? That's embarrassing. That is an incredibly Merkur-esque forward line. Very Merkur-esque midfield. And the defence is let's, not let's so shabby. Who have we got here? Liam Duggan, uh, 68. I don't to hate that from Duggan. Luke Ryan played a really good game, both fantasy-wise and... Footy-wise. You know, but to be fair, the ball was down there a lot. Yes. Darcy Ben-Jones. Yeah, he'll take that from Darcy Ben-Jones. Stewart in his first game back wasn't too shabby. Could be better for the long run. Yep. And Aish, well, that's what you're going to get from Aish in the wet, I would have thought. Uh, I've got Caulfield here. Oh, Caulfield, did he? Okay, so we made a change. 37, well, that's, yeah, probably not, not a lot better. Yep. Uh, midfield, Tim Kelly. He's back home. He's, He's back it. home, loving it. And, yep. But then Crouch must have got injured, I'm assuming. Yeah, had the hamstring. Did he? Well, that's not good. Doesn't put his uh, trade chances up. Sorry about that. Well, no. Sheed and Simpson, 44 and 48. It's not ideal. Oh, Sheed, 
Yeah, that's that's below par. Simpson's technically a rookie, I guess, but 48, you might want a bit more. Um, took Miller, 90, 94, if you don't mind. He's on fire this year. What's he? He's averaging 83 for the year. Yeah, unbelievable. Did, did he loop someone here? Uh, I've got James H for 39 and Dacos for 49. Sorry, Fine. yeah, 47. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's wasted no time waiting still side bum back on his field for next week. No. Which probably feel good. You'd be yeah, actually. Self-whacking that back on there. I'd put him in the forward line too is a tasty option. Yes. Sean Darcy. Now, odd sight I saw on uh, during this game on the on uh, earlier this evening. Fucking Sean Darcy was getting work done on a calf because it looked like he could have yeah, done I'm it. I've got Callum Sinclair here for 50 years. I'm not sure who he played. Okay. So he must have been really quick on the uptake to change it all. But anyway, either way, um, Sean Darcy probably was, yeah, he probably went off with that. But, um, yeah, a few ruck issues you'd say there for um, Manic, either way? Uh, just, I think Darcy's one to stick with. I mean, we all give him shit for Darcy, but if he can just get his body right, lose a bit of weight, I think you've got to back him in. Back him in, in you reckon? In, in the meantime, just pick up your... Yeah, Pick up whatever ruckman you can find. There's, there's always going to be there's 12 teams. There's 12 fantasy teams. There's 18 AFL teams. There's going to be a ruckman playing somewhere. Somewhere, yep. Uh, good though, cool. but still playing. Acres, 33. Ainsworth, 32. Yeah. Giordiardi, 35. That's not real. That's very Merkur-esque. That's, 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 that, makes, that sort of matches my forward line. It's very nice. And uh, Lynchy, 50. And... Hall, the best. This is it's sad when a North Melbourne player is your best. Yeah, it shouldn't even be a forward in the first place, but play on, play on. Yep. So yeah, very disappointing. Nine sixty-seven with everyone playing. Mm. With a Cal- Caleb Searong, ninety-eight on the bench. Yeah. Okay. Well, he had a shock of the week before, so that would have. I don't blame him for dropping him, but Searong. Be happy with that. That's at least the one shining light is that you got Caleb Sarong going forward in a keeper league. Fucking light. So hopefully bodes well if he decides to keep him. That is. I think he would. Being a, is it, did he like Frio? I think he likes Frio. He might like Frio. Yeah, I heard a rumor. Partial to Frio players. Hmm. All right. So moving across to the man that won with twelve ten. Yeah, so it would have been a draw if I played him. But would have been a draw. That would have been exciting. Yeah. Caleb Daniel, 76, Suckling, 15, which I assume is an injury-affected well, score. There was a rare um, rare talking from, or rare message from Days Confused on the group chat. He's normally pretty quiet. That's a little bit of a blast to Suckling there, and I believe the C-bomb was also dropped. Whoa, Days, like Losing his cool there. Oh, Rahul Dravid, the wall's starting to crumble, is it? Suckling, 15, has brought out the, uh, the anger. Well, that's all it takes. I wonder what he wonder what he did to the Zach Butters agent. After that, he's gone back in his shell and he's gone back to coaching and put out and belt on the score. So yes, mm, interesting. So Shepherd sixty one, Salem a good seventy nine, McKenna fifty three with a pretty dashing run and a couple of bounces and a kick to himself at one stage. Does that count as a kick? Uh, I would assume so. There you go. He disposed of it, sort of, I guess. But then have a look at this midfield. Oliver and Merrick, 125 okay. and 138. I get excited every time. I'm, um, yep. 
So that's yeah, that's well, that's almost two midfielders. No, that's about four midfielders scores for me. Yep. And the two of them probably scored more than my whole midfield. Yeah, um, absolute guns those two players. Uh, and young, well, or coming to middle age now. I think they're about twenty three, twenty four. Well, over the hill, you probably want to trade them while they've got some value. Um, yeah, I think Vipers has some trades offers coming. Yep. Uh, Bond, eighty six has bounced back nicely. Um, he's he's a yeah gun footballer, absolutely awesome to watch. Yep. Jack Billings find the better St Kilda midfielder. Jack Steele. Uh, Constable was back. On he's the back. Side. Live. Yeah. It was the one play he kept that he was keen on. He was adamant with that keeper. And we saw, you know, compared to the other guys he kept, was it, you know, one of these sort of specky calls was 13th spot, but keeping the faith there and a nice 68 to reward him. Interesting quote, though, in today's um, on oh, mystery uh, source 3AW in Melbourne that um, he will never play in the same midfield with. Selwood and Dangerfield and blah, blah, blah. So I wonder what, what the future holds there. Is there, a, is there a thing with Geelong-type teams and keeping older players and thinking they'll never must, retire? Must be. Must be a yep. Jack Fliney, um, 85, and Ellis rounding out the midfield with a 62. If that's your lowest midfield score, jeez, I wish I had that. So do I. I'd love that. Ivan oh, Soldo, 63. Who gave him that loop? Somebody pretty loopy. Yep. And then Dusty Martin. Actually, because that would have screwed that would have screwed him over a lot more than me, because I actually held Soldo, so I would end up with a sixty-three this week. What what did um he would have had no one. Um he would have had to no. grab someone off the waiver. Yep. So the Achilles heel looks to be fixed. And it should so, Yeah. Good work there, Disposables. No wonder everyone loves you and says nice things about you behind your back. Great cook, too. Uh, Dusty, he's back. Yeah, so it adds a bit of insult to injury. Dusty Martin, 90. For Blake Akers, 33. Gee whiz. In, the, days, same, we'll, 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 in the same game, that's, you know, got to really hurt. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes over the years. Sure so, we'll talk about it. Then it turns into a very uh, Merkur-esque type scoring situation wow. here. Okay. We could have the worst forward line this week. I think we'll do some sums. This could be so, one of them. Uh, probably just ahead with the Dusty's 90, but um, 37, Jesus. 34, 18, and 46. That's, yeah. He's Zach Butters, 18. Oh. He didn't butter up very well at all, did he? Oh, thanks, Dad. No worries. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, a bit of work to be done there. His midfield's good. I'll just yeah, say that. Yeah, well, Ablett and Dalhouse sitting on the sidelines, but they're probably going to be there for a little while. Ablett should be out for probably the whole hub, really. I don't don't see him coming out of um, Victoria, not with his family, um, you know, family first. Yeah, and that's fair enough, too. The young fella's not very well. He's done everything he can in football, really. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's it. He doesn't really have a lot to prove for anyone, does he? No, he's the best player I've ever, I've ever seen. So, um, yeah, so interesting. But a very comfortable win for Dave's been confused. Wouldn't have been looking at the um, scores all that intently this week with a 967. Uh, for Manic, 
yeah, so yeah, the just a comfortable win there from very early on, and um, so it, yeah, he he's, he knows he's had it has it in the bag. He knows it. So yes, all right. Well, that's the six games done. So apart from slippery with a massive fourteen fifteen, and a couple of really close games, but the scoring is well yeah. down on normal. Yeah. The second best scores are twelve thirty seven, and um, yeah, it's just it's not not looking good for a few coaches as we come into a very difficult part. Very difficult indeed. What could what could happen? Help our scores. Could happen. Anyone's game. Anyone can win it. Uh, that's not a, quite a true statement. <laughs> you never know. Uh, the world's a strange place, but it's not that strange. See. All right, so thanks for your help there, Stars. We've uh, done the done the record here, and um, yes, we will speak to you with Itchy and Scratchy on Wednesday night. Uh, that's the plan. So we'll try and do it after the first game is played, just to get some structure. Keep the structure going. So after the first game, folks, be ready and listening. Cheers, guys. Okay, and now we get to the part, the only part that really matters, the only stats that matter, and it is the 2020 Balls to the Wall Keeper League ladder. So, running from the top, Team Legless and Team Awesome are locked away on seven wins and one loss apiece. Legless with a massive percentage of 113.15 and Team Awesome at 105.27. Two games clear of third. So I can safely say that they are locked into the eight and I'll go out on the limb and say they are locked into the top four. And with only five or six rounds remaining, however many it is, I'd almost go as far to say they're a lock for the top two positions locking away the home ground advantage for the first week of the finals. Next up, Slippery Gypsy with his massive 14-15 this week um, has improved his record to 5-3 and three, and because he was playing a complete crab, his percentage got a massive boost and it's up to 104.32. So that leaves him ahead of DT87 who's Somehow has a record of 5-3 and three and a percentage of just 98.85. So for old DT87, I think the stats show he better keep winning or he could drop down that ladder very, very quickly. Dazed and Confused Resurgence continues. He is up to 4-4 four and four, along with Ponyfish Islanders. And Dazed and Confused has edged ahead on percentage uh, by 0.45 of a percent. So that's positions five and six. My um, good self and one, two, three, four, five others are all sitting on three wins and five losses. And uh, percentage is playing a big part in those rankings. I've got 99.7, Manic 99.13 keeps us in the eighth. Disposable just a little bit behind on 97.91 and Stars on 97.39. But the completely decrepit, aged and washed out, out team of Geelong Vipers has a percentage of 90.84, which is worse than last position's one win and 
seven losses, Aussie Merca. So, interesting times ahead there. So, like I said, I believe the top two are definitely set. Uh, the top four will definitely make the finals. And you'd have to say at this stage, probably the top six are looking pretty good to make the finals. And then it's a bit of a bun fight for those coming in last. But with Corona Ball and the rounds all compressed together, who knows what could happen in the next 22 days. So moving on to the next important stat for those playing along at home, the points for Legless, cracked the 10,000 point barrier first team to do so. He is in position number one and has been there for the last three weeks. Team Orson's rock steady in number two again for the last three weeks. And surprisingly, Slippery Gypsies is moving up the rankings a little there. He's gone from fifth to fourth to third this week and um, sitting in third spot on the ladder and third for points. Dazed and Confused continues his march up the ladder. He's fourth spot on points four and fifth on the ladder. Pony, he is on sixth spot in the ladder and fifth spot four points four. So D, like the percentage mentioned before, 98.85 for DT87, means even though he's sitting in fourth spot, he is sitting in sixth spot four points four. So is that a true indication of his team? or not. Interesting as we go along. Um, I'm in seventh points for points four and seventh on the ladder. Now there's probably only one other real change. Uh, Stars is eighth on points four but tenth on the ladder and money is eighth for on the ladder and tenth for points. So will those two eventually swap positions? Interesting. Uh, at the bottom of the ladder, oh, so yeah, so Disposables um, is ninth, with, and yeah, Vipers and Merka will be battling out for last position. So, the ladder seems to be uh, shaping itself out to the points four column nicely, so it'd be interesting to see if the um, Corona Ball compressed style of game helps or hurts coaches in the near future. So that's the ladder. Now just having a quick look, we'll add as a, a new little segment here, just to see how everyone's going in, in most recent trends, because it's not always useful to know that you were uh, you, that you're the leading point scorer in round one. So what I've done is a little little chart up to work out who's the, uh, got the best average over the last three rounds. So just sorting by the last three rounds, legless and Slippery Gypsies are sitting first and second with averaging above 1300. So they've done very well in the last three weeks. Dazed and Confused and Team Awesome sitting in third and fourth, about 50 points behind the, the leading pair. And then another, so that's a pretty defined group. So there's top two, then the next two. And then it's a, again, pretty defined for the next two. It's myself and Stars, about, again, about 50 points behind Team Awesome, so we're about 100 points behind Slippery um, in second spot, and then it sort of drifts away a little bit. Another 50, 50 points behind Stars is Pony on 111 for the last three rounds, and um, 
gets progressively worse until we get down to Geelong Vipers, who's averaging a paltry 90, not 98, not that bad, 980.67 in the last three rounds. So, yes, the pace setters at the moment is Legless and Slippery. Um, and, yeah, Days and Team Awesome uh, rent the top four. So just something we'll keep an eye on um, over the coming up to finals and who's got the best team closer to finals because overall averages can be a, not a true reflection of how the team's travelling right at this particular point in time. So um, there we go, folks. We have footy going every day for the next 22 days, 30 games. Who knows who's playing? Not us. We don't know. But apart from all that, um, it'll be interesting. It'll be exciting. And um, may the best team, i.e. mine, win. And we'll speak to you all soon.